In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg. The search for a missing plane and pilot in southwest Michigan has come to a sad end. WSJM's Andrew Green reports. A pilot who went missing out of Cass County this week has been found dead. The Michigan Wings Civil Air Patrol says 83-year-old Richard Martin went missing on Sunday after departing the Dwajak Municipal Airport. The search for him and his small plane began Monday morning with more than 100 crew members looking both in the air and on the ground. Martin's plane was found in a wooded area about two miles north of Dwajak Thursday afternoon. A Michigan State Police helicopter spotted the plane and authorities were sent on the ground to verify the identity of the pilot in the plane. The search had been complicated by the fact that Martin's plane did not have any tracking equipment, nor was he carrying a cell phone that could be pinged. The Civil Air Patrol tells us the plane had a radio, but Martin did not contact anyone prior to disappearing. The matter is now being handled by the Cass County Sheriff's Department. Andrew Green, WSJM News. And the UAW is on strike. About 13,000 U.S. auto workers stopped making vehicles and went on strike this morning after their leaders could not bridge the gap between union demands and what the big three automakers are willing to pay. Members of the United Auto Workers began picketing at General Motors Assembly Plant in Winslow, Missouri, a Ford factory in Wayne, Michigan, and a Stellantis Jeep plant in Toledo. It was the first time in the union's 88-year history that it walked out on all three companies simultaneously. Michigan's U.S. Senator Gary Peters released a statement Thursday saying he stands in solidarity with UAW workers as they strike to fight for a contract that gives them the wages, job security, and benefits they deserve. Some changes could be coming to Napier Avenue between I-94 and U.S. 31. The Berrien County Board of Commissioners was told Thursday the Michigan Department of Transportation is offering to grant ownership of that stretch of roadway back to the county because the amount of traffic it gets has dropped significantly since the completion of the bypass between U.S. 31 and I-94. Berrien County Administrator Brian DeSette told commissioners this transfer could be an opportunity. The benefit of this is that when MDOT is transferring the road to us, they are also bringing in funding to rebuild it to essentially a new condition. So this is one that if the board agrees to accept the transfer of ownership, you'll also be receiving a substantial amount of funding. That substantial amount comes to around $1.8 million. The Berrien County Road Department is considering putting that stretch of Napier on a road diet dropping it down to one lane in each direction with a center turn lane. Commission Chair Mac Elliott questioned that idea. I would be opposed to tearing out what's there only to possibly have to go back and build it later. I'd rather bank that money than spend it ripping out five lanes of all-weather road. Elliott said with two major highways between that section of roadway, development could be coming that would necessitate a large road. The set said a resolution could be coming to the board to accept ownership of the roadway with a rebuild plan to follow. Entities in the affected area like Lake Michigan College will be kept in the loop regarding any future plans. The statue of Madeline Bertrand that was stolen from Madeline Bertrand County Park in March and then returned in May has been restored and reinstalled at the park. Berrien County Parks Director Jill Adams tells us the statue's original artist, Tuck Langland, has worked for months to repair the statue. It took a little bit of time because of the level of the damage to the statue and the fact that the sculptor wanted to make sure it was reinforced when it was reinstalled. And so on September 7th, we met with Mr. Langland and his wife Janice, and we were able to get Madeline Bertrand returned to her original position on the pedestal at the park. Adams says the final cost to the county for reinstallation of the statue is $1,000. 
It will come out of the county parks endowment. She says the park staff are disappointed. They still don't know who stole the statue, but they're thrilled it's back in place. Madeline Bertrand was the daughter of the Potawatomi chief and French fur trader Joseph Bertrand and was born in the early 1800s. Adams says she's of great significance to the area and to the park that bears her name. Now appointed to serve on the Hager Township Board of Trustees is former State Senator Kim Lasada. Hager Township Supervisor Izzy DiMaggio tells us the board met Monday and selected Lasada to fill out the remainder of a term held by the treasurer that is set to vacate on September 30. DiMaggio says picking Lasada was an easy decision. You look at her qualifications and so forth. She's done remarkable public service work, not only as a state senator, but a state representative. She's also uh, won many awards and achievements. She was a school teacher for the Lake Michigan Catholic Schools for a number of years, served on many boards and committees, and we feel that she certainly can handle the position of treasurer. Current treasurer Susan Herman is stepping down at the end of the month. Lasada will take her place on October 1 and serve through the remainder of the term, which ends in November of next year. Lasada has agreed to reappoint the current deputy treasurer and has indicated her intention to run for the treasurer's position again in the 2024 primary. Marion County Sheriff Paul Bailey has officially sent his letter to the Marion County Board of Commissioners confirming his retirement at the end of the year. Speaking at Thursday's meeting, Commissioner Dave Olrath said Bailey already announced he was stepping down, but the time was coming to formally select his replacement. It's information we already knew, but it's making it official because even though he's recommending Chuck Hyde as his undersheriff, maybe to replace him because he's retiring a year early. He has one year left on his term. He will have to be replaced, and those that will make that decision are prosecutor, our county clerk, and the probate judge. And even though he recommends Chuck, those three will make the final decision on who replaces him for the year until the election next year. Volrath said Bailey has been in law enforcement for 43 years, with 23 years of that as the county sheriff. Bailey addressed the county administration committee this week, praising county staff and his deputies. The final say on his replacement for the year until his term expires belongs to the panel of the prosecutor, the clerk, and Judge Mabel Mayfield. The United Way of Southwest Michigan and Whirlpool are teaming up for a day of fun and healthy activities tomorrow, and everyone is invited. The United Way's Jennifer Tomshack tells us Move to Make a Difference Day will be held at Whirlpool's Lakeview campus from noon to 6 p.m., They are inviting everyone to check out the new Whirlpool bike trails, but that's not all. There's also going to be kids' activities playing on the playground at Whirlpool's on-site child care center, the Eddy, and there's going to be obstacle courses and bounce houses. There will be fitness activities, including a golf challenge sponsored by Harbor Shores with chances to win prizes, Zumba and cardio drumming, and power in motion demos. Tom Shack says United Way partners will also be on hand with information on their services. There will be live music and there will be food trucks. 10% of the sales of the food trucks will go to the United Way, and those who attend for the day are asked to make a donation, although it is not required. We have a link to the detailed schedule for the day at our website, wsjm.com. People across Michigan are once again getting packages of mystery seeds from China. The Michigan Department of Agriculture and Rural Development's Jennifer Holton says the seeds are being sent through the mail, just like similar incidents back in 2020. She says the packages are disguised in many different ways. The seeds are sent in a variety of ways of packaging, including letters to parcels and a variety of colors. Uh, package might be labeled as jewelry, uh, things along those lines. Holton says people should not open the packages or plant the seeds as they could be extremely harmful to our natural environment. 
The USDA is trying to figure out why the seeds are being sent to Michigan. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg.